A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, we have one of my favorite people of all time. Becca Tilly is here. Hi. I'm so excited for you to be here. And I'm excited that we got to have you. um, We rescheduled because (laughs) Becca was actually supposed to be here the day I had a seizure. Yeah. So (laughs) that was really that was a scary phone call. (laughs) I felt so bad. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, just, like, it was like she was passed out, and I was like, I gotta email her reps. <laughs> she was like literally passed out when I was emailing her reps. So it was, it was. A, she used my my face to unlock my phone to text my boyfriend to yeah. be like, Hey, FYI, she had a seizure. I don't know if you want to come home from work and like accompany us to the hospital. 
hospital, but just so you get an update on what's happening. No, yeah. yeah while I was out, you were very productive. Yeah. She went into crisis mode. Like, per, also like company I, crisis too. You had to too. be like right down the street, right? Yeah, I was really close. <laughs> yeah. And I'm always like super late. Like I was like today and I was like, I'm on time. And then I get the call and I'm like, well, that's a big deal. I was like, is she okay? Do we have any updates? <laughs> well, we do finally have updates. I am okay. I'm fine. It turns out it was... um. It's like a vasovascal cinescope is what he said, which basically is like having a seizure when you have like pain and fainting. So it can happen like if you, I don't know if you're like, it's like pain shock and all of those other factors. And so he says I'm allowed to drive, which I'm stoked about um, because uh, the only time that I would potentially crash a car from having one of these is if I was in extreme pain um, and shock, which would probably only happen if I had already crashed the car. And then he said, it's fine if I seize. So (laughs) that was it. But um, I'm glad that we can finally have you back. And uh, on. on. Oh, yeah, actually on. (laughs) I made it to the house. Yeah. And we actually (laughs) recording this time. Um, But if you guys are new here, this is an advice podcast. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0. 0976 and international listeners, you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And you have a podcast. So you're already going to be very good at the talking, which yeah, you already are. I do. I have a podcast with my best friend. Mm-hmm. You want me to plug it right now? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Scrubbing in. Scrubbing in with Becca Dilly and Tanya Rad based off of our love for mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy. Such a wonderful show. <laughs> I love, I, I mean, I love how much everyone else appre- like loves it. Yeah. And that one scene, you tweeted about it. Um, but I think I saw it from something else too, which was like a sexual assault survivor yeah. scene oh, or whatever. Oh I fucking watched a minute and a half clip, never seen the show in my life. I was sobbing, like yeah. sobbing. And I was like, oh wow, this show. Should we play the tapes? <laughs> yeah. Roll the tapes. Hi, Megan, Melissa, and guests. I'm 18 years old, and I am about to start my sophomore year of college. I feel like it would be smart to see a gynecologist before I'm kicked off my parents' insurance. Um, But I've never been, and I feel uncomfortable talking about it with my mom. I have three brothers, so I've been raised to keep uncomfortable things like that out of discussion. Um, Weirdly enough, my insurance doesn't go through my school's health center, so if I went while in school a bill would be sent to my parents' house. And I just, I don't know, I think it'd be more awkward if my dad saw that. Uh, So I guess what are some tips for asking my mom about it and like setting up an appointment and uh, tips for my first time seeing a gynecologist? I just hear all these like, things about you need to go like this many times. I think it's like once a year. I don't even know once a year but I've like never been and I'm almost 19 years old and I feel like hey I should probably go at some point maybe preferably before I get kicked off my parents insurance um I'm looking forward to see what advice you have to give me and thank you love your podcast bye I mean, you don't get kicked off insurance until 26. You right. got years. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, you have years <laughs> yeah. to rack up those insurance. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, go to the doctor. You got years to go. Yeah. Um. I mean, the whole thing is, isn't it like, I mean, I say this is somebody who went to the gynecologist for the first time this year at 20. I know. Oh, wait. I, re- I remember seeing <laughs> yeah. that no, whole I know. story. <laughs> I know. I finally went. But um, you're supposed to go. Isn't it like as soon as you're sexually active or 18? Or 21. Oh. 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you didn't. You still, and she's 19, I think. So yeah. You've still got time. Yeah. If or you're 18. She's 18. If you're not sexually yeah. active. Yeah. I'm wondering if her parents are kicking her off 
or something because oh. she has many years. I mean, yeah, or maybe she doesn't realize it. Yeah, yeah she maybe has... she thinks at 18. Or well, because you can have insurance through school. Yeah. But also that usually ends up just meaning that like you, if the bill is going to your parents, it's still through their insurance. Yeah. It just means you have like a place to go. Yeah. At school. I have always thought because I'm one of five kids and we are four girls in my mm-hmm. family. So like my dad and brother just had to hear about like, <laughs> yeah. like periods mm-hmm. and female things with it. We just did what we had to do. Um, and I think that they're always going to be around women at some point and they should probably get used to hearing about the gynecologist yeah. because that's what keeps women healthy. That's what like delivers babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it's I think like the thing is you're making it like a sexual thing, thing and yeah. it's not as it's a doctor. It's like, a medical thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even like, a, oh, like your STDs, you're having sex. We have to figure out like birth control, that kind of stuff. Like it also is like cancer screenings mm-hmm. and like uh, like mammograms and things mm-hmm. that aren't just like vagina related um and i think like it's i yeah i I think if you if you don't broach it like the subject with your parents like it's a sex related thing like more like along the lines of being like um i feel like i should probably go like just like to check everything out Mm -hmm. health wise and if you're not sexually active and you want to be like i'm not having sex right now like but i just want to like have everything like be safe and like make Mm -hmm. sure that i'm being smart about everything um yeah, yeah. come as, as a medical thing and not mm-hmm. sexual and it should yeah. be fine i yeah. also do i mean i do think now i'm 30 so like that seems so far like 18 or is she 18 or uh, 19? she's 18 yeah 18 seems like so long ago and it's so easy at this point to be like just talk about it it's yeah. easy but i remember being 18 mm-hmm. and i was so scared to talk about anything that was like iffy with my parents yeah. so i told Thinking about it after initially my answer is like, just talk to her about it. It's medical. I do understand that that's a scary thing to approach. But um, I would say talk to your mom. Just say that you're wanting to do it for like your health and Mm -hmm. that you are ready to take that step and that you want to take care Mm -hmm. of it. And she's been to the gynecologist before, so she should be able to like relax you and yeah. give you the right advice. So, and she'll know that it's not sexual mm-hmm. related because she's also gone. But I think also if you are like if your family is like not one to talk about like period female reproductive yeah. stuff, you could also really just fucking go and they can get the bill and then they will ne- maybe they will never fucking bring it up with you. <laughs> like yeah. that could also be a way to if you don't want to have that conversation, like maybe <laughs> they'll see it and be like, oh, this is awkward. We're not going to speak about it. Like. That kind of a thing. Um, and then I'd say, I mean, I do have a highlight on my Instagram story about the first time I went to the gynecologist and everything. Um, it took me two years to get her there. It did. <laughs> two fucking... I was terrified. And now my gynecologist is no longer under my insurance, so I have to find a fucking new one. Um, I know. It's like starting all over. But I think like the things that you have to like realize is like it, depending on what they're going to do. So if you're not sexually active and if you're not 21, they're not going to do a pap, pap smear. Unless you've got like a family history of like any sort of like cancers or something like that. They might not do it. They can also like you don't have to do it the first time that you go. You could like Mm -hmm. just have a consultate, like just talk with them, meet with them. And then they can say we can schedule this for the next time Um, because that's also like not I don't know. That's not like a pastor is like really not scary. That's what Mm -hmm. wasn't what I was afraid of. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's like it's very easy and nothing's weird. And the thing the, the thing that depending on like if you're nervous or anxious about like if you're nervous about like them seeing your vagina, I personally prefer like a female just because like I also like get terrible cramps and pain. So I want someone who also understands like mm-hmm. a period. So when I'm talking about that, some people prefer guys if they're like you if they're heterosexual and they are used to guys being down there and like that's more comfortable for them. Um, but they see so many fucking vaginas all the time. Oh, yeah. They see infected vaginas. Yeah. Like yeah. they see like they're not like they're not judging your vagina. They're mm-hmm. just looking for medical stuff. It's like looking like it, at an elbow or like yeah. a knee. It's not like a sexual thing to them. Yeah. Um so, so this yeah. is what what's covered in your first um exam is they talk about birth control options if you want them you learn about screening for and preventing stds um you'll have a pelvic exam and then if you are 21 or older then you'll um have a pap smear so you wouldn't have that yet Mm because you're 18 um and then you find out about hpv and then about how to care for yourself so yeah yeah it's so it's very medical 10 minutes yeah Yeah, I remember my biggest fear was like, are they going to be judging my vagina? Yeah, and then I was like, why? Who they see? Yeah, like old, like well, infected. Like I'm good, I'm clean. Yeah, you're. I'm not going because like my vagina's turned green. Like I didn't go that time. I had a crazy reaction to monastery. If it has turned green, yeah. Go get that. Go, checked go get out. it checked out. But yeah. like, they're not looking. Like, they're not like judging your very like normal, the, like your normal state vagina. And mm-hmm. also, even if you have like an infection or something, like that's they, what they're there that's, for. Yeah. They just want it. They're trying to help you get better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't stress too much um, about that. It's yeah. They've and also like your your vagina is like it's special to you, but it's not really not that special to them. <laughs> they're like it's not that important. Like I got this. Like this is fine. Um, so yeah, I, I, I easier to set said than done. But my fear was that I was like dying and that like they were gonna tell me. Um, and also this is what I found out, which just eased my um, anxiety. Was my gynecologist goes even if you were dying, I'm not gonna know that today. I'm gonna have to call you. And I was like, <laughs> oh, solid. So like that was my fear. So I was gonna go in and they were gonna like be like something's terribly wrong. And she goes something might be wrong, but I don't know yet. I have to wait for him to come back. Then I'll just Comforting. call you. And I was like, okay. And it actually made me feel a lot better because that was like it was the first time that was like so nerve-wracking and then i was like oh okay cool and she goes like do you feel like you're dying i was like no she goes then chances are you're probably not like if you feel fine i was like oh okay did you ever feel like when people before you went and people would always talk about going to the gynecologist did you ever feel like you had to be like oh yeah like i like you've been no no. i fully would just not say anything and then (laughs) melissa would go you know megan's never been and i'd be like for sure cool 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 i like it's literally never because like that was i just lied when i was like it's younger it was like one of those things like you don't you're not you don't need to go unless you're sexually active yeah. or you're 18 and i didn't turn 18 till right before college so it wasn't like oh we're gonna bring you on in and so like my doctor would be like are you sexually active and i was like no not at all and they're like okay like why are you being weird and i was like i'm not being weird and then i just like never went so i just lied and so the only other time i went i had gone to like i think i got my pediatric i don't maybe i'd gone but like didn't do an exam oh yeah because like i think they just did an ultrasound on my like stomach because i had really bad cramps since so they were like i don't know what the fuck they were looking for so you can't see fucking anything um <laughs> that way and then they were like are you sexually active should we do like a internal exam i was like no not at all and so i just lied that was the thing i don't know why i don't know why <laughs> I was just scared. I was scared they were going to tell me that I was dying. 
And I don't know. I Now I'm like, that was fucking dumb because like, you're right. Like, it's not like I'm going to spread my legs. And she's like, yep, time of death, two minutes. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fuck. Like, what? It, like, if also I'm looking at my vagina, like, I'm not seeing anything that's like, like, there's no like knife. Like, there's nothing like, I'm clearly not going to, like, I don't know what I thought she was going to see that I couldn't see that was going to be that I was dying. But turns out I'm not dying, everybody. It's cool. But she did leave me a voicemail when like I had done my blood work. She's like, something did come back abnormal. If you could give us a call. And I was like, oh my fucking God. And I called, I'm fucking low on vitamin D. And I was like, bitch. Oh my God. Just tell me. Be like, it's really something. It's so minor. Like, you don't just worry. need to step outside and get some sun. I know. I was like, I mean, 100% my health app tells me, yes, I did only take 200 steps today. Like, I know I definitely need more sunshine. But like, if you're calling me, it was like with all of like, the, it wasn't even, I think it was like STD stuff, which I like had also never been checked for STDs which was terrible but I didn't have any um <laughs> but like it was all these other tests I didn't even know she was checking my vitamin d levels but that oh, yeah. was the one that was bad and I was like and you I thought I was like oh so I am tying this is the call this I got the, the call. call too after my first time and she was like um some things came back in your blood work and I'm like great this is, uh, <laughs> this is it. gonna start living like I'm dying and <laughs> I'm low in iron. Yeah. Which I knew. I was like, I know I'm low in iron. I know. That was the stuff that I was like, this is like, you need to like haul and like Just preface it that it's like going to be okay. Like <laughs> it was super minor. It's nothing to worry about. It's just like a routine vitamin deficiency. Just say that. Don't say like, yeah, we have some abnormalities. Hi, Megan. I am 24 years old and I need some advice on um my some parent issues um some backstory basically I have went to college and lived on my own all through college I was away for college I have and then I came back and lived at home I've been with my boyfriend for two years one of those years was long distance um and I am now back home and we are together. Basically, we are moving in together and we are both really, really excited about it. It's a big step for us, but we are both ready for it and um, excited about it. The problem is that my parents are not okay with it whatsoever. And it's just giving me a lot of anxiety, having their, um, not having their approval. I guess you should say. I just need some advice on how I should talk to them and try and get them to understand why I want to move in. And they are wanting me to live at home and save money and all of that. But I've already been out of the house for such a long time that that's just not an option for me. I feel like the underlying problem is me moving in with my boyfriend and it just really hurts me that they're not supportive. Um, they have since cut me off. The only thing that they still pay for is my phone bill and they have cut me off from paying that. Um, it's just a really stressful situation when I'm trying to be excited to move in um, and they just aren't happy for me. They don't want to look at the place. They're not supportive emotionally. Um, the relationship has just been kind of strained since I told them I was moving in. So if you have any advice on how I can get through to them, 
um, and kind of fix our relationship, that would be great. Thanks. Bye. That's, <laughs> it's literally the worst. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I think like, I don't know any parent who's like, oh, I'm so stoked you're living with your boyfriend. Like, can't wait. Like, I don't know any, like, no one's excited. Like, parents aren't, it's not their job to be excited <laughs> for you, like, living with the guy who you're sleeping with. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, not, that's not their job. Their job is, like, to want you to save money. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you... <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Well, it depends on if it's like that mentality or if it's like a religious thing of like, yeah. I don't want you to move in together until you're married. Yeah. Um, which she didn't clarify. Yeah. <clears throat> I come from a very traditional Christian family. Mm -hmm. So I actually totally get that because my parents would be the same way. And they wouldn't. I don't think they'd get to the point where they'd cut me off. I think. Yeah. But it would definitely be a conversation and make, yeah. be a little bit uncomfortable. Um. But I have recently been learning that our parents are there to raise us and to teach us like foundational beliefs and, and what they believe. Like that's what their job is to teach us what they believe. Mm -hmm. And at some point we become adults and we are able to make our own decisions. And I think if you're not financially dependent on them, I know it's stressful that they've like cut you off in some areas, mm -hmm. but I think if you're able to like be financially independent, that's not their choice. Like yeah. mm -hmm. it's not their choices to make for you anymore. Mm -hmm. Like they're not like my younger sisters, they are like my parents still pay for everything. So mm -hmm. there is a level of respect that they have to have for my parents mm -hmm. and their wishes. But at some point when you're financially independent, it's your life. Yeah. And like you're an adult. Yeah. No, I think you're exactly right. If your parents, if you want your parents paying for some, like paying for your kid or whatever, that's not, and also like once you get to a certain age, like once you hit past 18, paying for your kid, it's, there is something expected in return. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just, I'm not just like throwing money at you, like without any sort of like, I'm, this is how I'm going to want you to spend my money. Mm -hmm. Like I'm spending money specifically on like your necessities and your needs. Like if your parents were paying, if your parents were like funding your life, I don't, their goal is not, Oh, I really want to give her enough money. Like I want her to like this money that is used for rent. Like, I don't care if she spends it on shoes yeah. and she lives in a box. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, it's like for, they want like, they're there doing that parent thing of making sure you have like food on the mm -hmm. table like a plate like a safe place to live and all of those things so if you want to live with your boyfriend you cannot expect your parents to pay for mm -hmm. your life because you want to be independent mm -hmm. and like you don't get to choose select places where you want to be independent and then places you want to then be dependent on them because if you were going to live under their roof you would also have to abide by their rules mm -hmm. and if they're going to pay for your life then they have some say in how you live your life. If you want to be independent, then you have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So I think like, I don't agree. Like I'm definitely like, I live with my boyfriend, like <laughs> living in sin. Um, <laughs> we lived together for a very long time. Um, so I, I, I understand why you want to live with your boyfriend, but like your parents, they don't need to get that. Like they're not, you don't mm -hmm. need to change their mind. You have to choose 
do I want to live with my boyfriend and my parents will deal with it. I don't need them to be happy, but they're going to fucking eventually mm-hmm. deal with it. It might cause strain. They're not going to pay for my shit anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be fully financially independent, but they're going to deal with it eventually. Like it'll, they'll come around um, and be fine and deal, not be happy for you and be excited for you yeah. and like want to like help you pick out pillows. <laughs> like they're not going to get there. Or do you want to live with your parents and be okay with not living with your boyfriend and like having them pay for more of your stuff, mm-hmm. be a little more cushy and comfortable and have them be happy for you and love what you're doing, but then continue to do what they want you to do. Because this is going to happen at any point. Like you said, like it's not, it's an it's an age thing. Mm-hmm. Eventually your parents aren't going to pay for your whole life as you're married with kids. Mm-hmm. And the choices that you make, if already the choices that they want for you aren't necessarily what you want for yourself, like you're going to change it at some point. So it's just the choice. When can you do that? And you're in a financial place that you can So Mm -hmm. I think if you are now, then I think, yeah, it's a great opportunity to like be financially independent, which is a very empowering thing. And it's going to need to happen at some point. Um, And then they'll deal. But you can't have both. I know. That's (laughs) what I was going to say. And our parents, like all they want is to like protect us. Mm -hmm. So in their mind, they're like, well, we don't want you to be financially independent. We don't want you to be depending on this guy. And who knows? Like maybe they don't like him. Like there there could Mm -hmm. be a situation where they don't like support the relationship. I don't know, but you can't, I agree. It's like, you have to choose one or the other. You go on your own and you're separated from them. And it doesn't mean you don't love them. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that they don't love you. It just means that you disagree on the situation, which is going to happen. It's going to inevitably happen. Even if it's like when you get married or when you have kids, like it's always going to happen at some point. So it's just, when can you afford for it to happen? Like (laughs) when can you afford for them to not pay for your life? And if you can, and also, yeah, this, I mean, how long did she say that they were dating her and her boyfriend? Um, I'm in no place to judge. Mots and I moved in together like in a couple months, but you knew each other for a long time. Yeah, we did. It's also, I mean, my parents eloped after like three months of dating. So it's like they're, and I feel like they would probably frown upon that for me to do it. It's very much like we did this, but that's not what we want you to do. (laughs) They've been together two years. Yeah. And she's like in her 20, 21. She's 24. 24. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you can afford it, live with your fucking boyfriend. Your parents will deal. Yeah. I Because I I get with, because I get not wanting to move back in with your parents Mm -hmm. and deal with like their rules and stuff. But their money, you have to abide Mm -hmm. by their rules. So... I think if I what I would do, because I'm such a people pleaser, especially with my parents, it's Mm -hmm. something I'm really working on of being less. Yeah. A people pleaser. (laughs) Um, But I would at least have a conversation and be like, this is what I want to do. I want to be financially independent. I'm going to move in with my boyfriend. But I love you. I respect you. Thank you for like Mm -hmm. helping me up until this point and leave it at that. Yeah. And like, I still want to have a relationship with you, but like. And it might take them a little bit, but like they can, they will probably come around. But yeah, it's like they're letting their little girl like off into the world and like live with this big, scary boy who like <laughs> has a penis and like wants to put it in her, you know, like, wow. Do you know what I mean though? Like, it's one of those things like you're, you're as much as like you can be friends with your parents. Like they don't like, they don't want yeah. that. Yeah. You know? And if they do, then like, that's weird. And then they're trying to be your friend and like, not your mom. Like, yeah, girl, get it. Get that dick. And you're like, what? Weird. Weird fucking move. Uh, but yeah. best of luck. Um, and if you really can't afford it, don't fucking do it. Move back in with your parents because yeah. it's yeah. not worth it to go into debt for some guy that you're dating. And even if you like love him and end up with him, you guys can then wait until you have money. Cause like going into debt for this would be like, I think it's just a very like stupid mistake. Yeah. 
the parents or <laughs> living with your parents is worth staying out oh, of that. 100%. Yeah. And if saving more money, if you need to save money, I mm-hmm. think that's, uh, it's not, it, yeah, I don't think it would be as terrible. And like free shit is yeah. always <laughs> worth it. Like paying rent sucks. So it, does. it really does. Yeah. <laughs> Best of luck. Let us know what you decide. On to the next. Hey, Megan. I'm 20 and I'm calling about some advice for my boyfriend. Him and I are a great couple, but a year, over a year ago, he mentioned to me about this girl that in high school he was completely head over heels for and was perfect for him and perfect for his family, which I'm not a Christian, so I am not perfect for his family and that's made quite clear to me. It was all well and good, but then when I went away this year, the first day, like the day I left, he rekindled with her and it kind of sat really wrong with me. The moment your girlfriend leaves the country, you like jump to like your high school sweetheart. But it was all innocent until I caught up like consecutive days in a row and stuff like that. And now she's constantly texting him saying, hey, where are you working tonight? As he's a DJ, so it changes. I'm going to come, we're going to get drinks, like, where are you DJing and stuff like that. And that makes me really uncomfortable. And then one thing that sat really unwell with my friends, which is why I can't go to them for advice, is my best friend in the entire world is a guy and he had a 21st and he invited all his friends and I got to invite my boyfriend because obviously my best friend and my boyfriend are close. And all my boyfriend said was, cool, can I invite the high school sweetheart? I'm not going to use her name because I know they're beeped out, but um, can I invite the high school sweetheart? And I was like, okay, like didn't think anything of it. And I went up to my best friend and said, oh, can he invite this girl? And my best friend was like, sure, but like why is he inviting a girl to a 21st where he doesn't know anyone where his girlfriend's going to be. Like, it's not like she knows people at the 21st. She's not going to know anyone. She doesn't even know me. He doesn't want to introduce me from the way it seems. But, yeah, I just don't know what to do because, obviously, my friends aren't really for it. They don't think he should be seeing her this often, pretty much from that 21st incident. And I just don't know what to do because I don't want to be the person to say she makes me uncomfortable. And I have tried to speak to him about it and he has just yelled at me and told me that I can't talk about it. So that's not an option, I don't think. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> so First many, of all, so many things to say. Why are you fucking dating a DJ? <laughs> This That's is, where you start. Yes. I'm sorry. This is why you don't fucking date a DJ. DJs are the fucking worst. Like, I don't want to say that you went in, like, I don't know how experienced you are with dating, but like, I, this is like textbook. This is what happens when you date a DJ. I hate your boyfriend. Also, are you sure he's your boyfriend? <laughs> I've asked that question to people before. So, like, yeah. He's cheating on you, FYI. Yeah, he's like, like for sure cheating it. 
cheating on you and he cares more about her feelings than he does about yours yeah which this is so bad like you were so you were like a you're chill to a fault like i think you should go to the whatever if there's an opposite of an anger management class (laughs) like i need you to go somewhere where Where you get angry like the plate throwing you need to go somewhere they encourage aggression and anger because like here he's walking all over you he's yelling at you saying he, he like you can't talk to him about this girl like also i'm like i feel so fucking bad for you because you obviously have to be like the nicest person ever because he's not even fucking hiding it from you like yeah that's such a level of like oh i fucking got this over her she doesn't know shit like it doesn't fucking matter she's not gonna say anything to me like he's treating you like shit by the fact that he's parading the girl mm-hmm. that he's cheating on you with around like yeah, he almost has lost the respect to even try to yes. hide it from you. Which, like, that's the level of being like, if you're going to fucking cheat on me, you better hide it so goddamn well. <laughs> like, you better, like, respect me so much that, like... Respect my intelligence. Yes, like, he doesn't. Yeah. And, like, this is... It's just... Like, he doesn't even care about bringing the girl he's cheating on you with around your friends. Right. Like, mm-hmm. that... And then it's just, like... Uh, I hate to say... Like, there's nothing... Like, he is just a shit dude. And, like... There isn't like a salvaging of your relationship because he's already like fully fucked this up. And like, I feel so bad for you that your mind's not even in the cheating world and we're all just like he is. But like, I yeah, I I think like you must he must be like, I don't know, the fact that he yelled at you and all of that, like he like whatever. He's a DJ. I'm going to talk shit on him. (laughs) You have to break up with him. So like I'm saying like he definitely like is doing enough sketchy shit that this isn't alarming to you. So you're Mm -hmm. able to rationalize and justify this. Like, because if this was like a really like very easy, normal relationship where there wasn't anything like this, like this would be like so weird and so crazy and wild that like it would cause a rift and drama. But the fact that like he is like gaslit and manipulated you enough to make you think that like this is like just a thing Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, no, I just. And also like even the idea that like he would talk to you about his like ex-girlfriend about like, oh, she was perfect for me. Like she was perfect for my fam. Like to me, like it's a movie like perfect for my family turns and looks like and she's like I okay, for sure picked up on yeah. I'm not perfect for your family and like, like you should not be in a relationship where that's how you feel like I'm not good enough for this guy or his family because we don't have the same beliefs like you have your beliefs because that's who you are mm-hmm. as a person and you should not be feeling like you're less than or like you're not good enough because you're it's not wor- like you're not perfect I have quotes up yeah for this one douchebag guy who doesn't even treat you the way a Christian should be treating a girl. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, that's where I'm at. I was like, that's not a very Christian thing mm-hmm. to fucking yeah. do. But yeah, it's it's like he's trying. And even with that statement, it's belittling your confidence to make you feel like shit, to make it feel like, oh, but I chose you. I'm special. Like, like, uh, like he's making it like that you're not worthy, but he's still like dating you yeah. and dealing with it. And then like he's doing all this other shit, but you're supposed to feel so grateful for him. Like, it's just such a manipulative tactic. Mm-hmm. And like, why are you dating a DJ? Like, this is so fucking insane to me. Like, and he is the worst and your friends should hate him. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, you can't, I get that you can't talk to your friends about it. And also like people can do shitty things and recover from them. But like, this is like a different level of like shitty. Mm-hmm. Like he's just cheating on you. And if you need, this is, wow, I'm giving this advice. If you need the confirmation, fucking unlock his phone and read his text and you will see that he is cheating on you. Like, yeah, he is a hundred percent. And I don't think that you realize it because I think he's manipulating you 
and you have to talk to your friends because they'll open they'll really like, yeah, they'll, they'll really unleash yeah they'll be like yeah no babe like, they 100%. already have kind of and she's just not yeah. taking it but you need to go into it and be like hey you know what I called into a podcast they were all so pretty <laughs> and nice and cool you should listen hit them up and then be like and I am wondering now, like, I know you guys don't like him. Um, I wonder what we should name him. Brad. You know, you guys really don't like Brad. No, it's going to be a really, It's got to be a DJ. A douche name. Yeah. Yeah, like... Uh... Fox. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever the whatever douche's name is. But say, like, you know what? I'm I'm starting to realize that I think Chad. he... And, and, like, open it to your friends because they might be... They might be waiting for you to kind of realize mm-hmm. these things because they don't want to put and I think it's the advice I would give them is like wait till you come to them because they all they don't want they don't want you to push them away mm-hmm. and if you're like I think he like this is what's happening and like I think like my gut I'm now realizing he might be cheating on me and like I just need you to be like super straightforward and blunt and honest with me because like I think he's been manipulating me and like mm-hmm. fucking with my mind and like I just feel really confused and I don't think I should feel like that I think I've been I think I've been really manipulated and I don't think I have the best judgment right now and like mm-hmm. help me out because that's if you're being gaslit from him which you 100% are because like that's like the uh, if you go to someone and you have an issue and your feelings are hurt and they yell at you for your feelings yeah. being hurt that's gaslighting they're trying to def- they're trying to make you're at fault now for your feelings getting hurt mm-hmm. and it just you're not allowed to have feelings and it can be really hard to make like sane rational decisions because you're also not trying to piss someone off which shouldn't be how your feelings go that's not how With feelings work yeah yeah at all so you need to talk to your friends and like have them be on like be really like forthcoming and honest with you. And if you need to find evidence, like find the evidence um, because I think it's going to be pretty easy because I don't think he respects <laughs> you enough to hide it. At, I don't even bet he, I bet he doesn't have like a secret folder. I literally bet he if you find, don't have a passcode, like honest, it's zero, zero, zero. <laughs> Honestly, try just all of like one, 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 four, 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 literally four, every single four. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fucking easy. Um, and yeah. And also if you again need to, um, it, reach out to the girl and just be like, hey, can I just get like if you break up with him and you want confirmation from her or anything like that? I think like mm-hmm. she also might not even know that you exist. Like you might be his sister or his cousin. <laughs> like it can be something like like that. But you need to get like, yeah, he's just done too much shit and you need to get the uh, whatever you need to end it. You need to get there to end it because he's the fucking mm-hmm. worst. Yeah. You need to say goodbye to this relationship. And don't date DJs. Nobody ever date a DJ. Especially like a hometown DJ. Oh my God. If you're going to date a DJ, like I at least need you to have a residency in Vegas and millions of dollars. Yeah, See, you there be you traveling. go. Yeah. There's going to be some travel. You cannot date a domestic travel. DJ. No domestic DJs. Fuck no. We are so above that. Don't fucking do it. And also don't date. What, is, what are the other ones are bad? Uh, magicians. Who dates, Who dates magicians? I don't know. This Anna <laughs> Ferris's podcast. She has a list of things you can't do. Magicians. Um, Wait, I think so chefs. Uh, Wait, what? Chef? Um, chefs. There's like a stereotype that tends to be pretty. It's a lot of ex-cons, like like ex-criminals, very tatted up. Okay, but maybe angry. There's got to be drugs. some sort of, of. Oh yeah, definitely. There. Like, yeah. like someone who works at Chipotle. You're good. <laughs> like Michelin. Is that a chef? I don't know. <laughs> That's all. Our standards are low. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how old. If you're 16, you're going to date someone. I worked at TCBY. I also was. No, I'm just saying. I don't think someone who works at Chipotle is a chef. 
That's right. not what's on their resume. No, 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 no. Chef at Chipotle. I mean, Chipotle, I'm sure, has a chef. I don't think. A line cook. Yeah, that's okay. what they have, a line cook. Okay. Well, who controls the line? <laughs> the chef. No. <laughs> I've been watching way too much cook. Master Chef. That's true. Uh, but yeah, also, who else should we not date? Um, professional athletes, I was going to say professional Unless it's athletes. Steph Curry. But like, no, don't date him because he's My brother-in-law was a pro- well. He yeah, he's a former professional athlete and he was definitely the exception. Yeah. Like yeah. the things that he said that went on, it it's very <sighs> devastating. Oh, it's it's like to me, I'm like, that's so fucking but that's why I'm happy that there's like the shows like for the wives and girlfriends of like select athlete. I'm like, yeah, you get that fucking money. Like yeah. get that money for just dating the guy who's treating you like shit. <laughs> like monetize that. I'm like here for that for them. Um, but yeah, so let's not date DJs, everybody. Unless it's like really, just don't hate a domestic DJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not, I'm not about. Or in like, in like, don't. We're not. I'm also not. I'm counting in domestic DJ like U.S. and Canada, like the Americas. Like you're saying, you, they need to be going international. Yeah, they need for to, like, you to Japan. consider them. Like I don't like. I need them like not even just like oh yeah like Canada. Like no, <laughs> I need them to go like <laughs> them real. Go, okay. Not that like Canada. You like, mean, like you don't they're need going them European. like they they live in Washington and they just no, drive over they, to they Canada. They live in Buffalo and they drive <laughs> on up to yeah, yeah. That's not what I need. I need you to like. I need you to have a pri- like potentially have a private plane or like you're in a pool like a like a like a like a uh, whatever those thing like a share with a like a private plane with a couple of other DJs. You need to personally know Calvin Harris. Okay. <laughs> friends with Calvin Harris. Cal- friends with Calvin Harris and like got an invite to Zed's birthday party. <laughs> like you need to be that level to fuck with it, you know? And they have to buy you lots of nice stuff while they treat you like shit. Yeah. What? I don't feel like she's getting anything out of this relationship. No. no. Like nothing at all. No benefits. All. Nothing at all. And also if your best friend is a guy, I really, I'm wondering if your best friend's going to beat the fucking shit out of him. Not from encouraging violence. <laughs> but I'm just saying it might happen. Ugh. I hate him for you. Okay. Well, let us know how it goes. I'm so sorry we'd be the harsh truth. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's the worst. He's the, the fucking worst. Maybe we should date your best guy friend. I like that romance. It's also, it's not, not to be cliche, but it's not you. It's him. Like you're oh, not yeah. doing anything wrong. Yeah. No, it's, it's 100%. There's nothing you could have done either. Yeah. Like if someone's going to like be a dick and cheat on you, like he's going to do it to this girl too. Yeah. It's just exactly. a him thing. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a quick break guys and we will be back. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities 
abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Today's episode is brought to you by sponsor we love 310 nutrition 310 nutrition is helping us you our listeners in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences they're adding new products all of the time and i just got my i mean i didn't just get my package i just got a a a secondary of my package and i as someone who needs electrolytes to function there it's like elixir from the gods I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, the caramel sundae. I have all three of those flavors. Sometimes I mix and match them. Sometimes I'll use it when I'm baking or I'll just drink it straight. And it is, they're so good. They have a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that makes it so delicious. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code blame me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. 
in our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, guys, we are back from our break, and we are ready to jump into the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan. I'm 22 years old, and I've had a crush on a co-worker for three years. Um... I don't know. I've worked at such a shitty job. Um, I have to wake up at such an ungodly hour. And every time I walk into my building, I just want to punch everybody that walks my way. But the minute I see him, uh, it just all releases. The anger is gone. And I'm so excited to start talking to him. And, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of crazy for him and I'm obsessed and it's such a good friendship and um, we're so goofy with each other and so serious. I've really gotten to know him. I've told him things and he's told me things and it's just, it's been a good friendship. Um, but I think I kind of ruined it because I confessed to him that I liked him. And um, he said, thank you. So 
to not make it so awkward, which probably made it more awkward, I said, you're welcome. And I walked away and him and I haven't talked about it. And I don't know what it means. I don't know how to take that. I don't know if I messed it up. I don't know what to do. I'm confused. I thought it would help, but I am just, I don't understand anything. (laughs) So um, if you know what that means, I'd love to hear your opinion. (laughs) Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh my god, I feel so bad for you. This is so awkward. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. This isn't there an episode of Sex in the City or something where someone says I love you and someone else says thank you? I, yeah, I'm sure. It's in, like everything. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? I, I, I think that you telling him was your only option. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. had to tell him. So I'm so sorry that it did not go how you envisioned mm-hmm. it going because... After three years of buildup to have that reaction, I think anyone would be disappointed. Yeah. And I had a friend. um, We were friends for like best friends for a long time. And he confessed his feelings to me after like three or four years. Yeah. And I just told him like, thank you for telling me. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel the same way, but I love you so much. But if you need time. Yeah. Then I totally understand. But it is it's such an awkward situation if both parties if the feelings aren't reciprocated yeah. so i'm sorry because you were brave really brave to do that yeah. and a lot of people spend their their whole lives just having feelings for people not saying anything because they're scared and so mm-hmm. i'm like really proud that you said something um but yeah i so feel for yeah. that reaction that you got. Yeah, because I think I, I think he doesn't have like there's two options. And I think like I don't know how long ago you said this to him because that'll kind of rule whichever if this option's even possible. But like it could be one of those things that like he doesn't want to date a coworker. Like it's awkward and like weird and unprofessional and like that he does have feelings for you too, but he's gonna quit his job and then say something to you. But like if that hasn't happened if it's if it's been more than like a week and there's been no talk and it's just going back to normal like he's saying the condensed ver- he's like not not as emotionally mature as you were but he yeah. just did the first part of it because like it's like he loves you like a friend but he doesn't have those feelings for you um and i think like if yeah if nothing's changed and things are just back to how they always were i that's that's what your answer is and it's awkward but like yeah, if you need to like kind of take a step back and also if you first of all, it sounds like you hate your job and like <laughs> like so much and he's the only thing you like about it and like maybe you find another job. Like it's that's not fun to like be around somebody mm-hmm. who you really really care about and who doesn't have those feelings for you. Um and if it's the only good part of your job, that's also I don't want to say that like maybe that's I mean, yeah, maybe that also did influence how much you like him is because mm-hmm. like it's like like I said with Nicole it's like camp goggles like you hate <laughs> this fucking place so much maybe you don't hate camp but like you hate where you are so much and he's like the only good thing uh-huh. but maybe you brought him out into the real world world compared to other things that you really like like oh maybe you like him so much because of the situation mm-hmm. and it's like it's whatever it's called like trauma bonding or whatever when mm-hmm. you hate someplace <laughs> so much and like that's it's kind of like maybe that was like that amplified feeling Um, but yeah, I think you just need to like figure out maybe getting a new job and like taking space away from the friendship and like until you can feel, um, okay with just friendship and not holding out for anything more. Mm -hmm. 
But I think it's a, like you said, I think it's a really good thing that you told him because I think there's so much of like, well, what, ha- like, well, what if, what if, what mm-hmm. if? And also like you've spent the last three years. I'm, I don't know if you, I doubt I'm, I'm saying this, if it was me and I was like obsessed with someone, I wouldn't have been dating anybody else. Right. So, I wouldn't like, have even felt, thought yeah. of anybody else. So then yeah. this is, this is like releasing you from that and you're able to like move on and date other people and have like a real reciprocated love and have someone who you like really, you like even more than you like him right now and who also likes you back. So it's a good thing that you did it. It sucks that it was awkward, but like it definitely, like you said, it had to have happened. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like you would have gone to the grave being like, I hate my job and I love him so much. <laughs> Also, yeah, you need to get a new job. I know. You have to get up early, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fuck that. You hate everything. <laughs> but it was really romantic. I was like, he walks, like, in my mind, like, he walks through the door slow motion, wind yeah, in his hair. I know. It's like a double door. Yeah. It just opens itself. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything's dark, and then there's a light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, he's the only thing in color. Yeah. Like, wow. It's like, yeah. But it's and just I, not it. I think if, if you, like, really enjoy his company, and you're able to acknowledge, like, okay, this is never going to happen romantically, but I, like really enjoys his friendship mm-hmm. then I think you have a conversation and say hey I know that the feelings aren't reciprocated romantically but I really enjoy your friendship yeah. so I don't want things to be weird between us because yeah. if you do for whatever reason have to stay at that job mm-hmm. for now you want it to be as enjoyable as possible without adding on to the misery yeah by yeah. like having to avoid this guy because now you're like embarrassed or whatever so. yeah yeah and you'll be you'll be fine you'll realize yeah. when you date someone else that you're like oh you deserve at the more. very least to be with someone who wants you back yeah you yeah. know and it's also a different level of liking someone too once you're with someone who also likes you as much as you like them then you're like oh wow i like you a whole different level <laughs> and our relationship is a whole different level because yeah. like it's reciprocated mm-hmm. um but it sucks when someone like doesn't like you back that was i i had my one that the guy that didn't like me back who basically said thank you i should have known considering i knew him through doing musical theater together <laughs> and i loved him so much and i really thought we were going to be it um and surprise to me he's gay (laughs) and I was like devastated but yeah it was like that was like one of like my first big big crushes and I remember being like oh my god this heartbreak sucks and now I'm like what the fuck Megan like I know you do plays together yeah but there's nothing worse than like you can't make someone like you back and it's a really I remember I had this moment liking this guy and all of a sudden like he didn't like me back and I remember thinking like I can't do anything about this. I, yeah. And like the more that I try to do something about this, the more he's not going to like yeah. me. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to look fucking crazy. Yeah. Like I'm just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a rough thing, but uh, it's not. Yeah. It, it just means that he's not your guy. Yeah. It's, that's just what it is. Um, but I think you should look into quitting your job. Sounds terrible. Yeah. All uh, everything. Yeah. I really <laughs> want to know what you do. Why do you get up so early? Maybe she's a baker. No, she wouldn't hate that. That's so lovely. No, I feel like the the bakers love baking. (laughs) Unless the other people suck and she's like entry level because she's younger. Oh. I don't know why my mind went to like male. Like she's a mailman, but also then she wouldn't spend time with him. I went to like DMV. Ooh, <laughs> oh my God. Honestly, if you were yeah. the DMV, you need to fucking quit. You have to enjoy the torture. Like if you hate it there, you need to quit. You got to be somebody that like hates everybody there and you just can get out your anger yeah. and just yell at people. And that's the only way. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, the only people who thrive there. No yeah. one pisses people off more than DMV yeah. people. Yeah. And they get off on it. They go, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I pissed They're like, off everybody today. It's the greatest ever. Yeah, if I you're lovely and you work at the DMV, we apologize. Yeah. I don't mean that. <laughs> also, which DMV do you work at? Can I go there? Like, God, I hate the DMV. 
Okay. Well, best of luck. I'm sorry. It sucks. Yeah. You'll find your person. You will. On to the next. So, hi, I'm 15 and I live in Texas. So, my dad's in prison. Yay. Um, oh, wait, I'm my dad's in prison. Oh. Currently. And I still do talk to my dad, but I don't know if I want to keep talking to him. Like, okay, so the reason why is because some of the things he says in his letters make me feel slightly uncomfortable. Like, he says, I am the cause of his happiness, and I don't want to be that sole cause. Um, He has a son and four sisters who don't contact him as much as me and my mom do. So, like, if I stopped talking to him, he'd have no one left, and I don't want him to be depressed, because I know he has been depressed, he's told me, and he's written poems and shared his poems about him being depressed and all this other stuff. And I just don't want to be the reason he's depressed. I just feel like our relationship is really one-sided. Like, he needs me a lot more than I need him. Like, if he chose to leave my life right now, I wouldn't be affected because he's never been there for me. Like, my mom has or something. And I feel like if I cut him off completely and he gets out of jail, he'll have no one to help him back on his feet. I'll just go right back, and I don't want to be the reason for that. But if I don't and he comes back, he's gonna try he's gonna change a family dynamic. Like he's gonna want me to lean on him as much as he leans on me, which I can't. I'm independent extremely. Like he was gone. My mom was an alcoholic recovering. She's like one hundred thirteen days, I believe. So like proud of her. But anyways, I've had to grow up by myself and I don't want him to change this whole thing. And yeah, I don't know what to do. Do you have any um, advice? Like, should I stop talking to him? Should I just stick it out? Maybe it's just me feeling uncomfortable because I'm socially awkward. I don't know. But thank you. Oh, my God. I want to give you a hug. No. But you're, yeah, I mean, fucking go you. A, congrats to your mom. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, yeah, like, you're so mature. Like, like and you were... You're just like your gut instinct is right. Mm-hmm. A, if anyone makes you feel uncomfortable at anything, doesn't matter who they are, how they're related to you. If you're uncomfortable, there's a reason why you're uncomfortable. Um, and that's a huge thing with women is like justifying why you feel uncomfortable. And it's a feeling in the pit of your stomach that's there or it's not. Mm-hmm. And if it's there, it doesn't matter why it's there. Yeah. It's there. There's no there is no logical way why that's there and you're being crazy like you don't feel that feeling for nothing there's mm-hmm. no like you can't psych yourself into like having that gut like i feel really uncomfortable mm-hmm. feeling and there's a difference between feeling like socially awkward and unco- and and th- like when someone says or does something that makes you like feel uncomfortable because it's not an awkward feeling it's like it's a it's a sick yeah pit of it's your like stomach i want to like rip my skin off yeah. like this is like ugh, sort of a thing um i think like I, I personally think like you're having to parent your dad and that's not what you need. And you can't be like there is no one like mental health, like depression, like anything like that is it's a chemical imbalance. It's not the cause or doing of anyone like you can't make someone depressed as a person. Like if they if it's like bullying, it's it's someone anyone. And I say this from like therapy and like all of this stuff. It's 
if you are predisposed and you have chemical imbalances in your brain already, and if someone does something to you, it can trigger those feelings and it can make it and you're more susceptible to being depressed. But the same life plan could happen to two different people. And depending on how your brain chemicals are, you're going to react and feel very, very, very differently. So it's not something that's your responsibility. It's like not. And that's also not that's not what you put on a kid to say, Mm -hmm. like, you are the soul. And you're right. And like, that makes you feel uncomfortable that you're the sole source of his happiness. Like, that's a lot of pressure. And it's not like pressure that you can put on it like a 16 year old. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not fair. Oh, yeah. 15. Then. I think like, you know, what's best for you and that's cutting him out of your life and it's preserving you and it's about you and Mm -hmm. it's your, he's not your responsibility and anything, if he puts that pressure on you, like it's also not fair because like, it's not true. Like you can't fix him. You can't do anything for him. Like you can't make anything better for him. But if he's telling you that that's going to make you think that, and it puts all of this pressure on you that like, there's literally no way that you can live up to that because it's not true. That's not how it works. And no matter what, this sounds bad, but like, this is a hard way to say it. Even if you keep him around in like in your life and you do everything that you say that he wants from you, you're still going to disappoint him because that's you it's not a real thing that he wants Mm -hmm. from you. And it's not something that you can give him or anyone can give him. Like it's no matter what, it's not going to be enough. So I don't want you to like, so if you're weighing the pros and cons or looking at like two different outcomes, the outcome in which he's in your life. And like, you think that like, okay, well I'll just have to like suck it up and deal with it and it'll be okay. That's not guaranteed. Like it's just, it's an adult who's asking so much of a kid and it's, he's going to ask more, Mm -hmm. you know, he's, just ultimately being as selfish as someone can be Mm -hmm. and like you said he's he is not your responsibility and I know we feel that towards our parents and towards family members or people who are close to us but you cannot live your life trying to make sure that he's okay because he's gonna wear you down to a point where you feel that you carry this guilt on your shoulder so I think you need to let him go like let him out of your life and let him know that you love him. I think you love him and that's why you're even asking these questions, but he's like going to drain the life out of you and you're never going to be able to fully please him or make him feel like fulfilled. Yeah. And there's a reason why like his son and his sisters and everyone like that, they don't talk to him as much and they aren't as a part of his life. You are, and I don't say this as an insult because you're incredibly mature, but like there's an idea that young people are more easily manipulated. Mm-hmm. And even if he's not intentionally manipulating you, but that's just kind of the relationship he has with people, the older that you get, the harder it is because like there isn't that like innate sense of response. Like, oh, this is my parent. I have to report to them. Like I'm younger. Like I can't drive without them. I can't do all these yeah. other things without them. So they have that sort of like feeling towards them. And ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, you and again, you're super mature. But like if we're talking solely about age, like you're 15, you cannot do anything for him. You can't get him a job. You can't drive him. You can't do all of these other things. All he's wanting is for you to carry his emotional baggage. Like you're not some you're not like his sponsor. You're not someone who actually could help him in terms of like any like anything like you're not it whatever his like issues are you're not licensed qualified or a legal adult who could actually help him so the idea that he really needs you he needs a lot of other people who can do a lot more for him he doesn't need like he doesn't need his like 15 year old daughter like Mm -hmm. he can love you so much and you can love him so much but like 
putting responsibility on you for anything is it's not like you can't, you don't, you don't have, you're not able to do anything like that for him. Um, but I think, you know, and I think also I, I, if I were you, I would reach out. I don't know if you have a relationship with like his sisters or, mm-hmm. um, his son. I don't know if you guys are like half siblings or whatever it is. If maybe reaching out to them and kind of like having their confirmation to being like, yeah, this is kind of how this goes. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. Like we're here for you sort of a thing, because if it feels like your family or your circle, like you've said that like he really hasn't been around or anything like that. But if maybe there's a way that you can talk to other people who are in your extended family, who've also dealt with him like that, you'll realize that it isn't just you Mm -hmm. and it's not something that you need to get over. And also like, like you said, like I, like I love you, dad, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And you can still have, um, and, and give him the option of saying like, I like still love you and I still really care about you and whatever you want. Like if you want to have a relationship with him in a couple years down the road and you want to decide that, like let him know that this, the relationship now needs to be on your terms, not his. Um, and yeah. And then talk to your mom about it too and have her be on the same page with you. So you can feel that. Cause I don't think anyone's going to fault you for not wanting to have a relationship with him and him saying things and that make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And if you, yeah, like send things, if, 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 if he's sending you or saying something that makes you feel really uncomfortable, I would definitely tell another adult in your life too. And just so you don't, I know that you're really mature and you've like very much like raised yourself, but if there is someone else in your life that like, if you want to like, I don't know, you, you also can lean on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really helpful. And as someone who's now le- recently learning, I'm like, oh, therapy, I have to lean on other people. I can't do everything myself. Um, yeah, it's a hard thing to do, but I think, uh, it'll also like lessen this like feeling of responsibility that you don't need to have. Like, I'm sure there are other, there are adults in your life who also want to be able to help, even if it's like a school counselor, all of that kind of stuff. Cause you don't, you shouldn't have to like deal with all of this, but mm-hmm. I think cutting him out is the right idea, but mm-hmm. you're so mature and smart. I know. I, I'm i like, I can't imagine handling this at 15. No. You're feel, amazing. Yeah. And I'm sorry that you're even put in this situation, but you're smart. You know what to do. You mm-hmm. just need, yeah, you know, the validation to do it. And it's hard when it's your family, but yeah, it's yeah, it's really you have hard to take care of yourself. And you're and you're doing a fantastic job of that. And now this is like the mentally taking care of yourself yeah, part. Exactly. Which is harder yeah. because it's it feels selfish and it's Mm -hmm. not like it's very much not, you know, how to like get yourself to school, make your lunch, do all of those things. And this is like, okay, now I need to know how to like, not feel like a Mm bird, like feel burdened by something. So you're making the right call. You're very, very smart. So fantastic. So that's it for our calls, but now, or it's kind of it for our advicey calls, or I guess it's it's not it for our calls. It's fucking time for <laughs> Don't Blame Them. <laughs> this is where listeners call in and give their own advice from other episodes. So if someone's like had something similar happen to them, oh. they've dated a DJ, they'd be like, okay, listen, they fucking suck. So this is when they would call in and like essentially <laughs> give their own advice. If anyone's dated a DJ, I would love to get some like horror Feedback. stories yes <laughs> yeah not like i don't want the, i don't want your fucking success stories ruining my like theory that djs are the worst people to date yeah we need the, the i need the bad gritty, ones yeah i want the bad ones yes. especially oh. domestic djs <laughs> hometown djs yeah. oh um hi megan and melissa because i'm calling about your most recent m&m episode Um, I have some advice for actually your first question with the girl who um, was feeling kind of and didn't want to necessarily do things with her family all the time. I had previously been in a very similar situation where I was the girl. So 
you guys could relate to the guy, but I could relate to the girl as like a younger version of myself. Now it's different, but um, I I just would like to tell her that you, I think you need to take a step back and you need to realize that you are projecting your values onto your boyfriend um, just because it's extremely important to constantly have your significant other around your family that doesn't necessarily hold the kind of weight to him that it does to you. Um, and men are really dumb. So they're, he's not going to understand that, even if blatantly do say it. Sometimes they don't. Um, but you can't, you have to not look at him in a way that you would hold yourself to it. Like you can't say that the plans with his friends aren't as important as my family is because I 100% am guilty of doing that in a past relationship that is in the past now because of that in a certain way. You can't expect people to conform to how you want things. A relationship is very much 50-50. And uh, people give and receive love in many different ways. And I think like has said that if this is some deal breaker you attend every single family thing with you, then you should reevaluate your relationship. But my biggest advice is just take a step back and look at your – you can't project how you feel and how you receive – onto your boyfriend because he has his own set of values and how he feels and how he receives them. That may not be um, like family time to him and to you it is. And you, so you can't, you, oh wait, also before I run out of time, you can't decide what's important to your boyfriend. Like you saying canceling his plans with his friends is less important than your family thing. I've, I've done it, sis. It's not, it's not cute. I've done that before. It's, it's pretty to do when you take a step back and realize oh wow I can't decide what goes on in someone else's life anyways been around on the time but I good luck in getting through the situation bye oh my god she's so self-realized she's yeah. like six months post breakup where she's like <laughs> I did some fucking stupid fucking shit and now I'm better about it wow I want to be that self like re- like actualized about relationships I don't know and or I'll just stay in this one so I don't have to, <laughs> so I don't have to like think about it but that's I mean you're right you can't decide what's important to other people mm-hmm. um but yeah I'm I thought she was gonna like roast us because no. we were on his yeah. side but I do want to know if you're listening caller from that original episode would love to know what happened mm-hmm. like what the update was and if you so she wanted him he had plans with the, his friends and she was like no yeah we're hanging out with my family and that's mm-hmm. more important yeah yeah especially because yeah. her sister's boyfriend was going to be there too and so, oh, so she it's like want... a competitive thing it's, yeah and I was like hey, you don't you're, you'll be it's fine. unhealthy too yeah <laughs> and also like you never know anyone else's family situations like right. so someone else might be like really like into family time and hang out family but their family might not live close by and so like this is the way that they get to do it is hang out with their other's mm-hmm. family but then sometimes like my family's cool like I'm tight but like got my friends like I don't need yeah, that or like my friends are my family yeah. and my time with them is yeah. just as, as valuable mm-hmm. yeah. that's me I'm like don't walk between me and my friends I'm not going <laughs> to go to a fucking theme park with your family and matching shirts I made up the matching shirts but when I think of whole family at the theme park I think yeah. of kids getting lost and I think of matching t-shirts it's like Johnson family vacation Knott's Berry farm like Oh, that I would cringe. I would die. <laughs> I'd be like, we have to break up right now. <laughs> this uh, is it. This is the end. Um, well, also speaking of the end. Wow. Great segue. Um, this is the end of our podcast, guys. Uh, thanks so much for listening. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And uh, international listeners, you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Check out don'tblameme.show. Our Instagram's at don't blame meme pod. And where can everybody follow you? 
Um, on Instagram, it's at Becca Tilly. Um, my podcast, Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, wherever you can listen to podcasts. And what other thing? Twitter. Twitter. I love your Becca Twitter. Becca Tilly 5. It's a great Twitter. And you have a great Instagram, too. Thank you so much. I'm a huge fan. Thank you. <laughs> huge, huge fan. fan. And also, now too. I finally fucking watch Bachelor, and I was like, I can't back and go back and watch your seasons. Don't. I know, but I can't, I can't even find Good. them. I'm, that's actually a great yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm happy But I really that. wish I could. Like, so I'm badly. Sure somewhere. <laughs> you can probably buy them. I mean, I it's love you, but I don't. It's not okay, worth it. Yeah. For the love of God, do not buy that. Episode. I don't need to see guys fall in love with you who you're not dating now. Like, it's not like I'm good. I'm good. You don't want to see me get dumped twice. So, two seasons I mean, in a row. <laughs> oh, who cares? Fuck up. You don't need them. You're doing better. Um, and face ID me. Okay. Um, and shout out to our Patreons, Sarah Ritchie, Sonia, Ashton Slawanski, and Ashley Erickson. Why was Erickson hard for me to read? Um, they are our you guys shout outs for our Patreons. If you are for our patrons, if you're not following, are you not on if you're not a Patreon patron patron of our Patreon, guys, this word is fucking hard for me. <laughs> Do not kill me. Um, check it out. Uh those you guys th- they got a special shout out because they are the ones who recently just joined because they want to see Melissa's um twerking video. <laughs> and we've decided yeah. that. How many, how many, how many? 100. 100. And then me. Mm-hmm. So 100 of you join. I will then take a class with Melissa and we'll film it. And you can see me do it, which is worth so much more than 100. Because <laughs> guys, I don't think you understand. Like, I can't twerk at all. Like, I've spent hours alone in my room, like watching videos, trying to learn how to twerk. Those are the videos we want. That's the video we want. <laughs> oh, I, well, I have nothing to twerk. So yes, also, you can. Because what you're thinking of, it's coming from like your legs, but it comes from your back popping. But, uh, well, we'll see, I, I'm going to be so bad. And also, like, I just look like every time I take like a dance class, like a hip hop class or whatever, I'm like, I can do ballet. Like, I'm too tall for hip hop. Like, I just look like, 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 like a green bean who's like, everyone else is like small and their moves are compact and like I do any move and it's like a choice it's a big <laughs> fucking move because like I'm just long so I can't do it's anything like just like a subtle move like it's like it's every it's just so and if it's like anything with your arms up like everyone's arms are here and I'm like up in the fucking air it's so awkward well it's you don't so have bad. to worry about that part yeah uh, it's a I'm a little I'm, it's, it's like a, it's just a, a strong choice too um well guys uh if you want to see that check us out on patreon and um we'll see you guys next time goodbye don't blame me is a production by me executive produced by melissa demonts camera operator amanda lechner and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso, part of the HerPod Network.